fucking back let's fucking go we're doing um we're doing crack we're doing coke no i'm joking we don't do any of those things we're, we're straight edge kind of uh <laughs> straight, straight edge kind of buddy it's way it's when you're like i don't know if i'm gonna like to suck this dick brother but all right um no um so let's get it started uh we are the bronissance we're doing introductions all right, so he uses a magnifying glass to burn the ants marching. Mr. Rob Fortune. Rob, how are you? Whenever I hear magnifying glasses, I assume small dick jokes. How are you, Jomo? Oh, you know what? You know what's great is there is a small dick joke that the producer herself is going to tell you guys in a, in a little bit. And it's not about me. Whoa! 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 All right. All right. I got to move on to this next great man. He yelled, don't drink the water to everyone in Mississippi, Mr. Jeff El Jefe. Yo, I'm happy to be here, but I would happily drink that water over listening to this group ever again. In my entire life, so, <laughs> so we got to get there. He's like, I'd risk dysentery before I fucking have to listen to Dave yeah. Matthews, man. Um, yo, no joke. I thought I was going to be the dude this week that was like, you know, it's not that bad. I kind of enjoyed it. And I was so wrong. So, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 big. It's big, man. Like this this was this this brought back a lot of memories of uh, mm -hmm. of just disgusting shit that I, we'll get to later, though. All right. But he yeah. he thinks sleep to dream her is an instruction by Bill Cosby. Mr. Jack Falcon. Ooh. Bro, Ooh. that's Chris. That's a high life, baby. Ooh, baby. God damn. That, that's that sounded really good. That sounded really good, man. I'm not gonna lie, that that was fucking phenomenal. What you got? What did you say? High life? Yeah, it's a high life. Yeah. I had to, I had to um, hydrate after drinking and staying up last mm. night. Mm. All right, fucking a, man. Well, all right, I got a fuck Mary kill. All right, fuck Mary mm. kill. All right, so there's this is one. Um, uh, she's a she's a she's a gymnast. Uh, and kind of like a, a social social influencer, and she's very important. Gabby Douglas, right? She's from Virginia. That's where Dave Matthews lived. Dave Matthews was raised in South Africa by uh, by his family, and then moved back there as, as soon as his father passed, right? And uh, so we have Charlize Theron, or Theron, however you want to say it. And then we have uh, AOC. She was from Yorktown Heights. That's also where Dave Matthews grew up. So Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Fuck, Mary kill, shoot. Looking these up. Hold on. I, I already know. Hang on. I want to get a picture up. Who was the second one? Charlie Theron. I want to see. I want to see some hottie pics. All right. Okay, I'm gonna go first because I think that I usually go first. Okay. Um, I, I think I'm gonna marry Gabby Douglas. Okay, no, and as usual, I don't know any of these people really. Actually, AOC, I know the best. I know that uh, in the beginning of the pandemic, she was playing League of Legends, and she was silver, which is not like I was silver. Like, I, like I f fucking seventy-five percent of the population is silver, so it's not impressive. But she was talking about that. And then, uh, yeah, she's super left and uh, Hispanic. Hispanic, I'm going to say, is a plus for me. But uh, the super left thing, I'm going to say, is a minus for me. So I got to kill her. Sorry. Um, so I guess uh, by... Um, and I, I wanted to uh, kill Charlize Theron like, to, 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 to give a controversial answer because I believe that she's considered super beautiful and all that. But I already killed somebody, so I guess I'm going to buff her. Very good. And that's Very my good. answer. Very good. Yeah, AOC's dead. She's a fucking crazy bitch. There's no way I'm putting up with that <laughs> shit. She, there, there, are, there are pictures of her where she's actually pretty hot. She's in a music video. I can't remember which one it is. And she's pretty hot in it. But she's a crazy bitch, so she's dead. Now, Charlize Theron is hot as fuck. But I, I can't see myself just fucking Gabby Douglas and walking away. She seems too nice. Look at that picture of her that yeah, I posted. For sure. So I'm marrying yeah. her. And I'm fucking yeah. Charlize Theron, and it's gonna be like hot, sweaty, steamy, fucking fluid, reindeer games, reindeer games, oh yeah, sex, yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna copy it out because you guys stole all the answers. So yeah, I'm gonna kill AOC because <laughs> she's whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome one night with Charlize Theron, and then Abby Douglas and I are gonna live a happy life together. Oh, shit. Mm. That's okay. it. That's the dream. That's the dream, right for there. For sure. For sure. Well, here, here's what I gotta say. All right. I'm gonna fuck okay. AOC. I want to know if her big ass teeth does she know how to peel them back? You know, <laughs> is she gonna give me the? Am I gonna get the rake? What's going on? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I want to know. I mm. these are things I must know. All right. Um, and she looks like an angry fuck. Plus, she's a nerd. You know, I'll fuck her one time at least. You know, we all we all do bestiality things. She looks like a horse anyway. Um, <laughs> she does. Straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, I wasn't gonna look, say. Look, yo, look at them teeth, buddy. Woo, <laughs> Mr. Ed. Holy shit. Uh. <laughs> Damn, Jesus! We're, we're we're shots fired, shots fired. All right, um, Gabby Douglas, I'm gonna marry her. She look at she she's a very beautiful woman. She's a gymnast. She's in shape. Yeah. Um, she's a nice person. Um, she's short. I like short people. You know, we all like midgets. Um, and, oh, Jesus Christ, and and she seemed like you know she should be a good mom. You know, I could totally marry her. And then go from there, yeah. you know, for yeah, sure. I found, I, found, I found one more picture of AOC. And she's got good genetics. <laughs> she's got good genetics, bro. Gee! Yeah. Yeah. Same haircut and everything. Yeah, <laughs> the picture of Mr. Ed. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. All right. And I'm going to kill Charlize Theron because she needs to be taken out to the pastures. She's just, she's past her prime. Um, it's not, it's not good. It's not good at all. Um... And, and as much as I loved her in like reindeer games and every other movie, which she got naked for, it's just, it's not for me anymore. It's just not for me. So I gotta, I gotta take her out back. You know what I'm saying? I bet you AOC sucks in bed. I yeah. see her and I bet you she fucking sucks. She got, she got tigos. She got tigos, my man. She got, yeah, I bet you she's still lame fucking fish, dead fish, whatever yeah. in bed. I guarantee it. I, I can tell you, you when I look really, at a person, I can that? tell. You oh you yeah, have yeah. you have a like a, a ESP like sexual yeah, exactly. ESP okay so yeah. you're able to like I uh, know this person's gonna how, how do you what if some what if you were fooled would that ruin your fucking idea? Well, if I'm fooled, uh, it depends on which way. Yeah, well, of her or just in general. Like if I look at someone, I'm like, you're a dead fish, and they rock my world. <clears throat> yeah, I'll be like, okay, yeah. But there are some that it's like, okay, this chick got to know what she's doing, and it's probably dead fish. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's got to be in the better direction. All right. She's, where she's doing all the work. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? I bet she only does like one position, which is missionary. And, yeah, that's it. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's cashed out. She's too angry at rich people to enjoy having sex with you. Yeah. You know, it, she, would, she would be the person to like during sex. She's like, you're like, yeah, you like that? And she's like, yeah, you know what's worse though than your dick? <laughs> you know what's worse than your dick is, is fucking capitalism. You know what? Just keep <laughs> yeah. hitting it harder. Just hit me. Oh yeah. yeah, and then they're like hitting it from behind. She's like, "Oh yeah, what's your name?" I'm like Warren Buffett. She's like, "Oh God, I'm creaming." <laughs> there it is. Jesus yeah. Christ. I was trying to think of some like writing joke, like how she's Mister Ed, but I couldn't really nice. come up with anything. So yeah. nice. It's there though. It's there. The idea is there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dave Matthews band. Let's get. Let's go. Oh wait, hold on. You were talking about got, Dave Matthews. Wait, I got one more story. <clears throat> I got one more story. Hold on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stand right, by. Right, stand right. by. Fixing technical issue. Fixing technical issue. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. Can everybody hear Hello. me? Hello. Hi. Hi, yeah. I can hear you now, yes. I hope this story lives up to the hype now. Okay. So basically, I have proof that Dave Matthews Band fans have small penises. And uh -huh. the way that I have proof is that I hooked up with a guy who had a literal micro penis. If you've never Ooh. seen one, Google it, because it's very <laughs> small. Mm -hmm. It's not just a small penis. It's clinically tiny. You what can't you work with, with that. It? Yeah. You can't really do much with it. It was kind of like um, we were friends before uh -huh. we ever hooked up. So I kind of felt mm -hmm. bad oh. saying anything. So I kind of just, right. you know, blocked it out, blacked out, and uh -huh. left and never talked to him or saw him again. Jesus. <laughs> so you guys were friends before, and then you, you abandoned Jesus. him because of his tiny yeah, you, micro dick? It yeah, was, you, you can't. It was that. You can't small. erase that image. I mean, yeah, you can't, can't erase, erase that image. You can't. Yeah, erase I mean, it, Dave so. Matthew. Dave Matthews fandom was already strike one and strike two, so there's only room <laughs> for one more. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that was the strike out there. <laughs> it was not good, and I learned a valuable lesson, which is whenever a man asks you, "Does size matter?" You say yes. Yes. Because that's it does. right. <laughs> you can't that's do anything answer. with the micro. You can't do anything with it, literally. So. <laughs> 
So wait, this guy was just a huge Dave Matthews band fan? Yeah, he, I mean, he wasn't like obsessed, but he, that was his identity. Like he had a Dave Matthews tattoo. <laughs> like that was his yeah. big event That's a, That's obsessed. Summer. Well, yeah, that's yeah. obsessed. So anyway, irrefutable proof. Point proven. <laughs> All right. I'm going to put, uh, give these back to Jomo. I want to. I want to. I want to Google micro penis so I can, so I can see what the uh, what the, like the uh, one in five people or whatever it is. But I don't want to have that in my search do engine, it. so I'm not. Really do it. it. Do it. Oh, dude. <laughs> my browser is so bad. <laughs> I literally had to lock my computer because I'm like, last thing I need is Becca to come down, and be like, oh, I'm gonna look something up real quick, and, and even have any look at any fucking thing my browser's ever been to. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, back, you gotta, you gotta backdoor sluts nine. Fucking just sort of lock this thing. All right. Um, I was gonna ask because that's how many Dave Matthews Band fans do you think there are? There are too many, and they're literally right. cancer to the world. <laughs> I would probably say that, like, uh... on like ratio out of like all the bands in the world, they're probably like in the top ten for the most fans. Wow. Oh, so we're looking at the first four records, right? He has like five after that. They <laughs> all still go to number one on the Billboard chart. There's six. No, excuse me. There's five. Fifty. Five more. Fifty live <laughs> oh albums. Oh my god! I, I, I typed in. I typed in, my normal thing. I go to YouTube. Fuck I type in off. band name, full album, right? And then you can mm -hmm. pick through like the five, ten that are there. You cannot mm -hmm. do that on YouTube because there's so many fucking live albums. You have to put in the name, otherwise you'll never find it. You'll just find mm -hmm. a album num live album number fucking sixty nine. Mm -hmm. But I was very surprised that even his last CD in 2018 still went to number one. So yeah, there's there's people still uh, jerking off to Dave Matthews somewhere. Wow. Yeah, I, I hate Dave Matthews. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Ready to start this? Let me drop this artwork. Oh, fuck. Drop that artwork, Daddy. Oh, fuck yeah. What do you think of that artwork? Well, fucking... Geez. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. It's that's, not bad. That, that's, right, not the, bad. that's the most redeeming quality of this album is the artwork. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so uh, all the stuff that I'm going to read all comes from Wikipedia and actually from the Grammy website as well. So if it's wrong here, it's wrong there. I'm not trying to steal anyone's shit. That's where it's from. Okay, Under the Table and Dreaming is a 12-track record released in 1994, coming in just under 63 minutes long. It's the band's debut studio album, reaching number 11 on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart and contains the singles What Would You Say, Jimmy Thing, Typical Situation, Ants Marching, and Satellite. The album's title comes from a lyric of the song uh, Ants Marching. He remembers being small, playing under the table, and dreaming. Uh, and was dedicated, was dedicated in the memory of Anne for Matthew's older sister, who was killed by her husband in a 1994 murder-suicide. Bruh. <laughs> pretty intense uh, during the recording sessions guitarist dave matthews and tim reynolds would sit face to face with a piece of glass between them playing the same guitar part this was done twice for each song resulting in four acoustic guitar tracks all playing at the same uh, time matthews parts were turned down and reynolds parts were turned up resulting in his playing being more prominent number 34 is the only instrumental track on the album and although it has been played live and recorded with lyrics they were removed from the final release on some pressings there are 22 blank tracks between a for what you get and number 34 making a track 34 one of dave matthews band's most popular live songs granny was recorded in the studio sessions for under the table and was originally intended to be on to be the first single but was eventually cut from the album guest appearances include john popper of blues traveler playing harmonic in what would you say his part was done in less than 10 minutes while matthews was in the bathroom at 1995's 38th annual grammy awards what would you say was nominated for best rock performance by a duo or a group with vocal but lost to whom jomo what, what year? I need a year. Uh, 1995. 95. All right. I'm going to go with Pearl Jam. A lost to Blues Traveler with Runaround and was nominated for Best Music Video, Short Form, but lost to Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson with Scream. Under the Table and Dreaming has been certified six times platinum. Rob, what do you think of this album? Uh, let's see. I put this album on today trying to think of why I fucking hate this band so much. <laughs> it's like it's kind of hard to say sometimes because it's like, you know, the the, the drummer's good. The violinist is good. Uh, I don't it's, it's kind of hard to identify why I fucking hate him so much. But it's like, uh, you know, so I'm 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 uh, the first song is playing and I'm trying to think of it. It's, is it is it that there's no dynamics? It's just like one fucking block of sound that doesn't interest 
just me. Uh, there's no variety. There's no something. And uh, the second song starts, and I hear a harmonica, and I just fucking laughed out loud. <laughs> I don't. There's there's no way that I'm supposed to laugh at that, but I just fucking did. Um, yeah, and like that song. Um, it's like. It's like as if they're testing whether the band will like uh, be be better with a with a different singer or not. Like like when there's backup singers, I like this band, and then Dave Matthews opens his fucking mouth, and I can't fucking stand this band. I don't. I just I fucking hate this fucking Kermit the Frog motherfucker. I don't know why he. <laughs> he, he, he... Jesus that, that's not that's not that's not his voice that's not why does he sing like a muppet i don't fucking i don't i know i i don't know i don't know why i don't know why i hate this band so much because there's like uh the drummer's good but but i fucking hate him uh i don't know what to say uh somebody else talk so dave matthews has like three different kinds of singing styles he has that very fucking dave matthews style he has one that's normal singing he does sing normally up points and then he has this like overcorrected normal singing uh i'm trying to remember which song it was on but one of them yeah that's the dave matthews singing yeah but then he has one that's like it's it's like a hair too far so it's like you, you have the dave matthews one that's like off in wacko like picture timeline <laughs> dave matthews sound is all the way in buttfuck egypt on the tail end then you have this thing in the middle and then you have this wha this other overcorrected thing that's on the other side of the spectrum it's like i i don't know just sticking into the middle really might be the best thing but I think that this is what makes him stand out, whether you like it or not, and is something that is unique. It is when you hear fucking Dave Matthews' annoying ass voice, you know it's him. <laughs> I want to say the recording quality of this album. I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about it. The re of the songs included here, the recording quality of this fucking album is amazing. It's fucking great. It's clear. There are so many drum cymbal hits that like attract my attention, and I, I'm I'm listening to that because it's so clear. First song, the best of what's around. Drum the fucking drum cymbal hits in that song are so clear that like I constantly am listening to it. Uh, also, this CD has quite a bit of open space in it, so there there is a bunch of breathing. When we talk about uh, singers of bands uh, like Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind, we know he's an asshole, right? So he probably wants to be in the forefront all the time. Dave Matthews is the singer of this band. Then band is fucking named after him. But I wouldn't, I don't think he's an asshole. I, I get the feeling that this guy mm. isn't an egomaniac, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong about that. But there's a lot of breathing here. The last song, number 34 kept waiting for the vocals to kick in i didn't realize when i was listening to it that it was an in instrumental and they don't ever come in um that song is it, it kicks in towards the end um i think it, that because it's an instrumental it might have fit a little better somewhere else on the record but um i i okay so the thing that jeff said is what happened to me i kind of I like dave matthews i i don't hate oh, it I, when i was doing when man. i was doing some work uh when i was doing some of this write-ups today and i had it playing in the background uh yeah, I I thought it was fine. This I'm not ever going to come home from work and be like, you know what? I'm going to throw on some Dave Matthews. Uh, but I don't hate him. I I genuinely was curious to what Dave Matthews band was like. We've all heard the big hits. My sister had the CD back in the day. I remember her playing it all the time. Um, but yeah, I I think like like Rob was saying, the the musicians in this band are fucking good, and the earlier stuff is kind of more. Uh, jam bandy something like the grateful dead or fish where there's a bunch of these opening parts to breathe and the songs are longer uh at, at different points in this band's career and they get shorter later on so what i think is might have happened is they've kind of removed those jam band parts from the actual recordings of their songs and they just put them in when they're playing live uh there's a couple singles I want to talk about where the song is like eight minutes long. And I was like, how the fuck is an eight minute song going to be a single? And it's because they cut half of the song out, which is probably the jam band shit. Uh, and then they release it, which it's like, okay, at that point, why didn't you just record it that way? If you knew it was going to be a single and just put the jam band shit in when you're playing it live. Uh, Jumbo, how much you hate the CD? Dude, I thought about um, committing jihad on Dave Matthews. <laughs> And just just starting a bunch of shit with them and hunting their members. I'm, I'm, that's a joke. That's a joke. None, none of that is serious. None, none of that's uh, the only person I hunt down is Dave Matthews. And I do what that did. I would do the same thing that Alaskan dude dude. I would kidnap Dave Matthews, put him in the Alaskan wilderness, and just hunt him down. You know. So, so it's like <laughs> okay. so it's like straight up sport. It's like you know what? I'm getting you back for all these fucking douchey fucking hedge fund manager assholes who like your music and blast it and then they try to say oh well you know you don't know what music is bitch i will fucking end you but as soon as i heard 
you know, the best of what's around, I thought immediately of the Mark Marin joke where he talks about uh, uh, the trepidation of fucking Dave Matthews fans. They're just terrible people. Uh, they have micro penises. <laughs> it's been proven. Uh, and to go from that and to segue into what would you say would make most people just hate this shit so much, but not me. Um, I would commit seppuku as soon as I heard it, you know, just fucking end my shit. His voice sounds like a raspy drug dealer trying to get you to buy like shit weed, you know. You can't trick me, Dave Matthews. You can't trick me at all, all right? I'm not buying that dirt weed. Uh, this album made me, like, hate Dave Matthews more than I could even <laughs> fucking imagine. His voice, you talked about it, is worse than Adam Duritz of fucking Counting Crows. It just makes me <laughs> want to stab myself in the fucking eye repeatedly until I die, okay? Did I make suicidal ideations? No, it's just a joke, kind of. Uh, where it gets tough to listen to is uh, Rhyme or Reason, holy uh dog shit that is uh, all right let's not no, let's not forget every douchebag who does a fucking weird stoner dance while rocking out to ants marching i i've i've seen i've seen this not in person but on youtube and dudes just diddling out to fucking ants marching and immediately i thought about that camp counselor who tried to diddle me and thank you ricky marcano for saving my life like these these people are just awful it's just it's just bad. Everything about this album is bad. Um, number thirty four, it fucking sucks. Uh, fuck this goddamn album. Burn it. Um, if you have a chance, put, I I call to action. This is a call to action. Legally, we're gonna get sued. Punch Dave Matthews in the face. That's all I gotta say. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you, Joma. So, rhyme and reason was a song I was talking about where he goes off the deep end in the opposite <clears throat> direction. Uh, it's like you're you're going off a hair too much. Just kind of back it off, and I think you'll be in the sweet spot of just a normal fucking singing voice. Okay, what would you say? Uh, it's okay. It has to be one of the most popular songs ever fucking written. Everyone has heard that song at least one million times. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's fine. I didn't realize how long the intro was. I don't know if that's what it was in single form or they just cut all that shit out and started when he started singing. But one thing that I, I was thinking about, so every now and then I would tune into the, like what he's saying. I'm surprised how much dumb shit this guy says. Uh, towards the end of what would you say, or the chorus, this is the chorus, what would you say, don't drop the big one. I don't know what that means. Uh, if you're a monkey on a string, don't cut my lifeline. If you're a doggy on a chain, don't bite the mailman. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Joma, what is that? <laughs> what is that? It's This is what happens when you're no talent fucking douchebag who plays acoustic guitar around campfires and then you get with talented <laughs> people. That's what fucking happens. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Satellite. Um, so, I'm going to imagine that Tons of children were conceived or human beings were conceived to that song. Not surprised mm -hmm. it was a single. Uh, Ants Marching, you get that very fucking Dave Matthews uh, singing style. <clears throat> I've heard that song before. Uh, it had to have been pretty famous because I never went out of my way to, to uh, listen to Dave Matthews. Uh, it doesn't do a whole lot for me, but um, that song specifically, I've said the recording of this album is really good, in my opinion. That song specifically, like the recording of Ants Marching is incredible for some reason. I don't know why. It's fucking like crystal clear. Uh, Jeff, what do you think of this record? Yeah, so I'll read my notes backwards here just to piggyback off what you just said. But yeah, Ants Marching is clearly a song made for the radio. It is not a 10-minute snoozer like every other fucking song. It is um, the, the musicianship's really good. The quality is out of this world. Um, it's not because it's not 10 minutes long, and there's an effect on his wretched-ass voice. But um, the drums on this album are good, like like we already said. His voice is awful. Satellite is an okay song. I don't give a single shit about time signature on this record. Like, not even a little bit. And then the last thing I wrote was last week, I said that, I, that I've never been to a strip club because I don't drink, so I don't get it. And that's how I feel about this week, listening to this, because clearly I don't smoke weed, so this shit goes right over my head. Um, and you, you said they were six times platinum, and I don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> I'm going to get way, way angrier later, so I'll, I'll give this. This is, probably, this is probably the best album, because I hate it the least, so. Nice. Well put. There's a song on here called Jimmy Thing that i i've heard somewhere before i don't know where uh that should have been a fucking single though that's easy money you know how i am about singles and making that fucking money every song there's so many more uh songs by dave matthews that they could have just banked money they're already selling millions and millions of copies they could just get so much more money from just making all this shit a single it would have sold uh other song i want to talk about uh pay for what you get when the last is the second to last song before 34 uh they do the left right 
headphone in that song the entire song um and i love it i'm when when they do that shit i'm i'm sold because i listen to most of my music um the day that we're doing this with my headphones and uh i love that shit it kind of gives me like vertigo or something and that's they they do it for the whole song like they don't just do it for the beginning or a specific part in the middle it's the fucking duration of the song uh so musically i think that song is great uh vocally uh i don't it's very fucking dave matthews oh and the song warehouse has a cowbell in it and uh, unfortunately, they don't do anything interesting with the cowbell. And uh, they they just do the same thing, like keeping just the standard beat with it. Uh, and the problem with the cowbell is that it cuts so clear through all the rest of the music that you have to do something else with it. You have to do something interesting with it or you just can't use it the whole time because it's like hitting like a fucking steel drum. Like you can just hear it all the fucking time. And I was I thought that the drummer would be doing some cool, something cool with it, like drum rolls or some shit, but it's just the, the cowbell. Anyway, I like that the cowbell's in it. You just got to do something else with it. All right, let's read uh, some comments and we'll move on. First, uh, oh yeah, this one made me think of Jomo. I'm a classic rock guy, but this is among my most listened to albums ever, along with Zeppelin IV, Rush's Moving Pictures, Pink Floyd's Animals, and ACDC's Back in Black. Pure friggin' genius from start to finish. How what do dare, you think about those comparisons? How dare they fucking lump Dave Matthews with Rush? They, I, I'll find you and I will kill you. That whoever fucking comment. <laughs> <on that. laughs> Okay. Uh, next guy says, awesome greatest hits. Uh, next one said, I did so much homework listening to this in high school. I just got so, or I just used to fucking love to watch him perform his songs. And lastly, I'd wake up, grab my little boombox CD player with the CD, a pipe lighter, and a few choice nugs. I would then go chill on my back porch and proceed to start off. To st I would proceed to start my day off feeling great before a wife and kids with no real responsibilities. I'm surprised someone I, fucked him with his micro penis. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does have a micro penis confirmed. confirmed. I forgot how old this CD was. Fucking goddamn 1994. It's, it's, I thought that Dave Matthews. Well, it's because of our age, but I I thought that Dave Matthews was like later in the 90s. But this is pretty fucking early. Uh, does anyone else want to say anything? Does anyone want to say anything else about Under the Table and Dreaming before we move on? Next. All right. Let me drop this artwork. Crash is a 12-track record released in 1996, coming in just under 69 minutes long. It's the band's second mm. studio album, reaching number two on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart, and contains the singles Too Much, So Much to Say, Crash Into Me, Two Step, and Trippin' Billies. Recording of the album began in October 1995 and ended in January 1996. There were only four known songs from the Crash sessions that didn't make it to the final cut. However, none of the titles are known. The album title is taken from the lyrics in the song Crash Into Me. Q described Crash as equal parts originality and willful uh, complication. And although the band's jammy methods do lead them away from their songs at times, almost every track of Crash is at least good in parts. And Rolling Stone was less favorable and deemed Matthews' vocals too much like Sting's at times, while remarking that the music gives Matthews a slight edge over his peers, but that's sort of like saying you prefer vanilla ice cream to vanilla frozen yogurt. <laughs> 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 Yikes. At 1996's 39th Annual Grammy Awards, So Much to Say won Best Rock Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocal. Too Much was nominated for Best Rock Song, but lost to whom, Jomo? Um, God damn it. I uh, uh, pass. I don't know. Tr lost to Tracy Chapman with Give Me One Reason. Who the and fuck is Tracy Chapman? It's the person who had, you know. they had like one hit that everybody knows. A fast Can't, car song that everybody knows. Fast car, loves. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Crash was nominated for Best Rock Album but lost to Sheryl Crow with her 1996 self-titled album. At 1997's 40th Annual Grammy Awards, Crash Into Me was nominated for Best Rock Performance by a duo or group with vocal and Best Rock Song, but both lost to whom, Jomo? Let's say Metallica because they're shit. Shit plus shit. The Wallflowers with one headlight. Okay, they're okay. Crash has been certified seven times platinum and <clears throat> is currently their best-selling album. Jomo, what do you think of Crash? Dude, so much to say starts with stuck in the closet as a lyric, and I'm not surprised. Uh, Dave Matthews <laughs> is stuck, <laughs> stuck in the on closet. Uh, these cliche radio hits are trash. Uh, Two-step sounds like you uh, 2 fucked a record producer to attempt a hit. Uh, Crash Into Me <gasps> is literally ear fucking cancer. What the fuck is some dude crashing into Dave Matthews' ass? What's going on? The Crash Into Me video... It, it looks like a bunch of like pretentious college assholes did like an interpretive dance video to this shitty song. <laughs> and I just go, you know what? 
maybe Kurt Cobain was right. Maybe a shotgun is not too bad. Jesus, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I just, I, I, I can't deal with it. It's too much ruined. It's it just it, too much ruined Dave Matthews too. Too much. Do, do, do. I'm just like, oh my, like someone, I, if someone could knock me out, if you could get the biggest UFC fighter to like punch me in the fucking face and I never have to listen to that song, I'd be like, give me the punch. Give me the punch. Uh, jam bands are just too much. I just, I, I can't take it. And I, I don't understand like the scatting that he does. What is that little, like, I just, <laughs> fuck, god damn it, it's so fucking annoying, you know, number 41 is whiny as fuck, this record is like shit, but it's not as bad as what's coming up next, it's just not, it gets exponentially fucking worse, I hate this fucking album, uh, Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm moving on, I need to hear someone smarter than me, please, Jesus. <clears throat> Uh, so this CD could be the most Dave Matthews out of Dave Matthews' fucking catalog, right? Uh, this actually has more guitar than a lot of the other stuff does. I'm pretty sure like the guitar besides him playing the acoustic guitar, the other guitar playing is pretty much gone in the later albums. There's so much more saxophone and, and the other parts of the band playing. Um, but I'll tell you, whether you like the studio or not, I don't give a fuck. I'm, dude, I'm whoring this whole thing out. Every fucking song here is a single in, in my world. If I was in fucking charge of this shit, I would be real rolling in money bro okay so so much to say yeah i did notice the fucking closet line uh so his singing if you hate dave matthews i think you'll just fucking hate the cd first of all but singing wise i mean specifically so much to say has it i can see that song like when i hear it i can see like maybe the song is good live i don't know uh another oh so crash into me okay Crash into your ass, okay. Like, ah, fuck. The song is huge. It's one. It's got another one. Got to be one of the biggest songs of all fucking time. Um, but he again. I said he says dumb shit. One of the at the end of the song, he says, "I'm the king of the castle. You're a dirty rascal. Crash into me." And it's like that. That's like kind of goes with the scat singing stuff that Joe was talking about. It's like, why are you doing that though? Like, why would you say that in the song? I, even if you wanted some vocal melody to go there, you you went with that everyone in the line signed off on that and said yeah that's good i don't know i just like when i hear dumb shit like that it's like why would you say that um let's see here oh the song too much i'm i'm genuinely surprised out of any song on here that it wasn't a single uh one of the better songs on here uh jeff what do you think of this album yeah so um i know i probably told you guys this before but i used to work with this girl who was like obsessed with Dave Matthews, like straight up said she would never date a guy whose favorite band wasn't Dave Matthews. Maybe she likes Michael Peen. I don't know. She was a cool girl. I, 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 she, she was fine. But I used to like ask her multiple times a week. Like I would just text her out of the blue and be like, why is Crash Into Me such, such a damn creepy song? Why is mm. it so creepy? Like how is it a radio hit when it's so fucking creepy? So mm. I don't understand. Like people love that song and it's the most incestual, underage, fucking gross. Fuck him. <laughs> Um, but positives, I guess Two Step isn't a horrible song. 41 might actually be my favorite, I guess my favorite Dave Matthews song because I didn't hate it. Uh, Let You Down is awful. Uh, Trippin' Billy's is, I don't know if I like it because it's upbeat or if I hate it because it's awful. But, um, the, the drummer is, Jesus as we said much times, the drummer is, the drummer is clearly the best talent in this group. Mm. Why do they constantly make him have to play like snaps and like stupid music 101 stuff when he's the guy that could be carrying the whole band together? Mm. And then um, last thing I wrote was, if you ever come across anyone that thinks 10 minutes is not a long amount of time, strap them down and make them make them suffer through the proudest monkey in full. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. it, it fucked. I, I kept thinking like I was driving and I, I, I have a longer commute to work now. So I was listening to it on my way to work and I was like, this has to be over soon. This has to be over soon. And it's just 10 minutes of, right, I'm done. That's all I got. <clears throat> okay. So I want, I want to respond to like all these things. So yeah, uh, proudest monkey is fucking nine minutes. It closes the album at the end of the fucking song. Someone is making like monkey noises vocally. I don't know why they're and someone says monkey see monkey do. This goes with the whole scat singing doing, doing whatever the fuck. So this okay. I've talked about before about pulling some of the jam ideas out uh, instead of just cutting them out for the single. Just record them without them for the most part release the single and then put them back in when you play right so it's like this band needed to get their jam band out at some place in this album and that's where they did it right at the end all right tripping billies okay surprised that that song was a single right because it's vocally and lyrically 
one of the dumbest fucking songs ever written. It's up there with Mittens by Frank Turner, right? It's dumb as shit. And, but the thing of it is, is this song, I love making fun of it, but it was stuck in my head for fucking days this week. Mm. I kept singing the chorus and I'm like, I don't want to sing this. Like, stop. Mm. But for some reason, it's so stupid that I couldn't stop fucking thinking about it. And then when I posted about it in our Discord and Rob said Trippin' Balls, I then was singing the song <laughs> Trippin' Balls instead of Trippin' Billy. So it was just like double stuck in my head. But anyway, uh, I don't know. The song is dumb as balls. Okay, 41, very possibly the best song in the album. Uh, there's violin in there. Uh, there's also a, a saxophone solo in there, which is legit. Okay, Drive In, Drive Out. It's actually a criminal that that song wasn't a fucking single. I think Dave's singing in that is actually great. Um, and it has to be one of the best songs in this band's entire catalog. We obviously haven't heard the last five albums they put out. But in my opinion, that song, Drive In, Drive Out, fucking banger. And I bet you that there is a 10-minute long version of that live where they just jam it out for fucking ever until they die uh rob what do you think of this album let's see uh so much to say reminds me of dispatch dispatch was a band i listened to a lot and used to like uh quite a bit uh i don't know i haven't listened to them in a long time i can't say whether i still like them or not but anyways so much to say reminds me of dispatch except there's no dynamics and no i don't know it's just a flat song where nothing happens uh two-step i don't know if the chorus belongs with the verse uh fucking uh yeah crash into me uh, yeah that's got that's got to be one of their biggest hits it does have dynamics for once i noticed that but yeah uh you watch that video and he uh he says uh hike your skirt up a little more and then he winks right. at me it's like i i uh i fucking i i'm suing i'm I fucking, he did, I, he did. I saw him I, I got my lawyer on the fucking other line and he says he's gonna come into me. It's just like I can't no. No, 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 no. I told you no. <laughs> That's all I got. So two step, even if you don't like it, it's at least a different style of song. Uh, so it stands out from the normal shit. Uh the drums and bass are like the, the the big fucking things going on there. Okay. Two last things i want to talk about so let you down i think actually is a good change up for this album and i think it's put in like the exact right place where it should be it's a scaled down song there doesn't have all the instruments in it it doesn't fucking go crazy it again like i talked about the last album uh there was a bunch of breathing room and this slows everything down kind of lets things breathe um lie in our graves i whenever i'm listening to this song i always think that it is going to break out into the chorus of breakfast at tiffany's by deep blue something it's constantly like <laughs> jesus it, it just thinks i just think that it's going to happen oh the song say goodbye right play the song when you're all done with this when we're all done with this play the song say goodbye and just listen to the flute in the very like first five seconds of the song and it sounds like the mission impossible theme song is about to start and Jeez. i can't like not dude hear like you, you just fucked me in my brain oh my god yeah listen to it it's it's like okay so anyway i can't take that fucking song seriously anyway but the, but the drums are good in that song and last cry freedom um, that that could have printed money right there don't know how it wasn't a single it, it catchy as fuck people would eat that shit up Oh, yeah, but the song I think could use some lead guitar. We are getting more uh, guitar here than we do before. It just, but that song specifically, I think it doesn't have to be crazy, insane solo, but some lead guitar I think would go uh, very far for that song. Uh, let's read some uh, some uh, YouTube comments and move the fuck on. Dave Matthews is extremely underrated along with his band. Jumbo, did you write that? Jesus Christ! Fucking you, you and I are gonna have a problem after this. We're talking. <laughs> this this next comment says, "I have to fight tears every time I hear Crash." Yeah, because they're, they're trying to them. kill themselves. They're trying to say, kill themselves. Yeah. They're number, yeah. this ne next person says number 41 is my favorite song of my entire life, and not just because they're my favorite band. Uh, next one says, "My high school sweetheart and I made love and fell asleep to this in the 1990s and woke up in 2022 with two kids and a roof over our head." You fucking sounds like simp. a fucking nightmare. You fucking <laughs> you simp. Uh, oh, <laughs> I had to. I thought a drumo. This one made me laugh. It made me laugh. That's why I thought a drumo. Not anything about the comment. It says, "Crash was my dad's favorite song. He would play it for me every day until one day he left." Okay. Whoa! Wow. wow. Okay. Motherfucker. <laughs> so and that yet, is a comment that yet, is on YouTube. That, What's up? That dude still like, searches it on YouTube to listen to it. He's like, my dad yeah. left me, but I'm still going to listen to this song. Well, yeah, I know, right? Maybe that's why he left. Yeah, he's, yeah he could be. can't take this shit anymore. 
<laughs> I can't listen to this trash. I'm going to crash this say... <laughs> I'm going to really crash. Does anyone else want to say anything else about crash before we move on? Uh, it's fucking terrible. All right. Before These Crowded Streets is an 11-track record released in 1998, coming in just over 70 minutes long. It's the band's <laughs> third studio album, reaching number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart, and contains the singles Don't Drink the Water, Stay, Wasting Time, Crush, and Rapunzel. It debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 charts at after selling over 400,000 copies in its first week of release, knocking the Titanic soundtrack from the top <laughs> spot. How? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this world? Anyway, uh, after a run of 16 consecutive weeks at number one, the album title is taken from the lyrics of the song The Dreaming Tree. Help Myself is... Uh, one of the songs that were recorded during the sessions, but not included in the final cut. However, since the band decided it was too good to leave off the album, even though they left it off the album, it was licensed for the Scream 2 soundtrack instead of the song Halloween. Several short musical interludes appear between uh, songs. A clip of Doobie Thing, an early Dave Matthews instrumental song, follows The Dreaming Tree. A, cl a, a clip of Anyone Seen the Bridge, a live show transition song, follows Pig. And a clip now referred to as The Last Stop Reprise follows Spoon. Guest appearances include Alanis Morissette on Don't Drink the Water and Spoon, the lovely ladies performing background vocals in Stay, and the Kronos Quartet providing strings for Halloween and The Stone. At 1998's 41st Annual Grammy Awards, Crush was nominated for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocal, but lost to the Brian Setzer Orchestra with Jump, Jive, and Whale. And Before These Crowded Streets was nominated for Best Rock Album, but lost to whom, Jomo? Uh, I'm going to say Megadeth. Cheryl Crow again with the Globe <laughs> Sessions. Bruh. Before These Crowded Streets has been certified four times platinum. Jeff, what do you think of this album? All right. Well, I'm going to start this off by saying something positive. Mm. This album wins the award. Being the worst <laughs> fucking album I've ever reviewed in my entire life. I can't. I can't. Tell me it, more. Th this is the obnoxious and never-ending opening and closing hi-hat hits on every single hit in this in the song Rapunzel. And now that I said that, you're, you, that's all you're going to be able to hear now. Um, what the fuck is the song Halloween? Oh, and oh yes, yes. What the fuck? And then the last thing I wrote is they should have dumped this shit out of their van over the river. Then, then they're all <laughs> nice. <laughs> Horrendous. Keep your own shit. Dump this album. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's all. Don't it awful. Okay, so this record. Okay, they've grown, right? They're this jam band. Oh, yeah, they've, they've grown. grown. They, they've grown. <laughs> and okay, so I feel like this is the record where they say we're going to show what we can do, whether it's good or not. We don't give a shit. We're just going to show what we can do as a band. Every song here is so fucking long. Like the average of these songs is probably five and a half minutes. Oh, besides the first song, which is forty-two seconds, I'm not going to try to pronounce this, but this first song in this album, that's my kind of Dave Matthews Band song. Fucking short as fuck. All right. So the last stop. This is the song that I was I I wanted to rant about the other day first of all why does this song exist okay this middle eastern fucking oh. song reminds me of like something from bollywood or now as i'm listening to this song i i can picture like some bollywood dancers or i can picture a shitty uh sequel to aladdin that no one has seen <laughs> that's like a rock version <laughs> and he and aladdin is singing the song it was almost that's... one of my notes. I, I, I wrote that down, but then I crossed it out. But it was like, oh, this is Aladdin part two. Oh, jeez. No, it'd be Aladdin part four. So this <laughs> is like, so uh, Robin Williams was gone from Aladdin two. He came back yeah. in Aladdin three. He would leave again for this shitty fucking one. But that's what it feels like. And I swear, okay, I swear to you, I listened to this song for a fucking hour. This song is an hour long. Okay, and then there's a part where he says, this is the last stop, and there's a drum hit, and it stops. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God this song is over. And then it fucking comes back in and plays for another 90 minutes. It's like, dude, no, this is legit me just disrespectful at this point, like having me listen to this shit. Uh, the bass does pop in some of these songs. The recording is still good. I don't think it's as clean as the, the first album's recording is fucking amazing. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, so Alanis Morissette, uh, she does sing on Spoon quite a bit. I, I, I don't care what anybody says. I don't give a fuck. I love Alanis Morissette. Jag Little Pill fucking is awesome. Um, the song, it sounds, the song is fine, right? Uh, but it's also like nine minutes or something like that. It ends at five minutes. Then there's 30 seconds of 
uh, silence. And then it goes into this like bluegrass song. And then at the end, it fades out with these like ear piercing noises. So it's like, I, why, why would anyone want to hear this? Like, I don't know. It, it, the fucking, this, Atlantis is great, but fuck the end of that song. Rob, what do you think of this album? We talked about how, like, if, if you took this band and you made, like, a not like a greatest hits, but if you made a version of this band where you you you, you took their songs uh, and you you had other singers sing them, like a, a cover album, like, I, I might actually like this band. Like, you take the song Crush, and, like, I like the music to it, but the vocals are so lazy and they strangle the, like, melody of the song. <laughs> it's just, it, it's, yeah, uh, you, you started out great. All you have to do is uh, fire Dave Matthews and replace him with fucking anyone else. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything else to say about this album. So the thing about putting in more, like removing some of the guitar and putting in more of like the saxophone is that your music starts <laughs> sounding like elevator music or like softcore porn music, mm. right? It's like when you have the fucking saxophone playing the whole time instead of another guitar where they could swap or a violin or whatever, it, it gives me this version of music that I don't like. That just seems like, I don't know, boring. Mm. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like Crush. So when I was listening to Crush, I so before I, I had done the the... The research on which were the singles crush and the other one was don't drink the water it's like okay well these 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 aren't going to be singles because they're fucking eight minutes long or whatever these were the songs i was talking about like yeah they are but then they cut out a bunch of bullshit and then uh they make music videos that both of these songs don't drink the water and crush both of them are four minutes and 30 seconds long mm -hmm. so there is a very specific Thing that they're doing they know when something hits you know it's like when they make a movie and they have like three acts they know exactly when they want the, the everything to be on the going down to where everyone's fucking depressed they know exactly where they want it to come back up these fucking songs these music videos are just scientifically created but anyway i think i do think crush i don't know i like that song there's um i'm going with this <laughs> so uh oh, oh rapunzel second song in this album i'm pretty sure that vocally uh, he's doing that on purpose. The song, like I, this, you can't take the song serious when he, like, when he sings the way he does. So when the song actually changes and he's singing regularly, I'm like, okay, yeah, this can be good. And then when he, he Dave Matthews it up, I'm like, I'm out, I'm, I'm done. Uh, the song "Stay Wasting Time" that was the one that I said had the background singers in it. Uh, their background vocals are actually fucking awesome. They did a great job. Uh, they sing constantly throughout the song and they sound just amazing. Uh, one of the riffs in that song is actually good. I wasn't expecting it. One of the guitar riffs. Um, Jumbo, what do you think of this album? You know, fuck my notes, man. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this from the heart. This record is a detriment to Western society. Um, <laughs> the fact that Dave Matthews is a U.S. citizen is even worse. Um, the Here's what bothers me. The, this is what I thought about this album. And I was just like, I put down my notes, but you guys, we literally think on the same wavelength. You know, I, I wrote Holy Aladdin. I wrote, you know, what the fuck is Halloween? <laughs> if I was a CIA director, and let's say <laughs> I took a trip to Guantanamo Bay, and I had Abu Bakar al-Assad, or whatever the fuck, and I said, hey, we need to know where those WMDs are at. And he was like, I'll never tell you, my friend. My friend, never. I will never tell you where it is. And I'd be like, Marcel, put on Halloween. And i play it on, <laughs> on, on fucking 11. I'd play it on number 11 for 18 hours straight until either you die from exhaustion. Or he's like, okay, my friend, I talk. I talk now. I Please. I tell you, just no more Halloween. Please. It is bad for me. It make me want to kill myself. You know, this, is, this, this album is by far... This week is the worst Dave Matthews album I listened to. I blame it all on the song Halloween and fucking The Last Stop. <laughs> just, bro, if you're running out of ideas, just write an EP. Don't make a shit fucking album. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so the song Halloween, right? Um, that's the opposite of the way that he normally sings. And... Um, I'm still not a fan though. That's what I'm saying. It's like, he's going too far. It's like, you just, just find the middle, find normal, find the human being one and, 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 and try that one out. I don't fucking hate Dave Matthews for his, his singing thing. It's at least unique to him. There's going to be someone who likes it. Fuck. I mean, Brandon Kelly is one of my favorite frontmen and singers of all time. And most people are going to say they hate his voice. Uh, but yeah, this is That's definitely, awful. this is definitely something that you are going to have. To, you're either going to like it or it's going to take some time to sink in for you.
Oh, uh, there's a line in the song Stay that I had to I have to talk about because uh, it's just dumb as balls. We were walking just the other day. It was so hot outside you can fry an egg. Remember you were talking. I watched as sweat ran down your face, reached up and caught it at your chin and licked my fingertip. Okay. Great. That is a lyric that exists on fucking planet Earth. Right, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the songs. Uh, the Stone. Uh, it could be the best song in this album. I don't know how much that says. Uh, background music sounds like something from a fucking movie. Uh, bass pops in that one. Uh, and then um, I actually think I like his singing in the song Pig. Wants oh, to have a good voice. He can have a good voice. Um, oh, and the funny thing about the song Pig, right? It's however fucking long the song is. At the end, that's one of those songs that has uh, something that is a, a tail at the end of the song with helping it transition into another song. And that one has the, the transition for anyone seeing the bridge. And that fucking little clip, the little 30 second clip is actually like awesome. And it's better than the whole other fucking song that's before it. Uh, so anyway, yeah, this is, like I said, this is where they've embraced the jam band thing. They're going balls out. And um, some people are going to be all about it. And like I was saying, it, you, you're, you're going to have the, well, besides, besides the two different people who like his voice and don't like his voice, when it comes to the people who actually do like the voice, you're going to have the people who like the jam band shit and want it to go on for 10 hours. And then you have the people who want it to just be like the music video for Crush or whatever, where they cut a bunch of shit out, make it four minutes and 30 seconds. And then that's the stuff that you're consuming. So um, we, we see both versions of this. And um, yeah, for anyone who isn't huge into Dave Matthews or give a fuck with their like live, just like Fish, just like Grateful Dead, if you're not into that whole thing, then <clears throat> this more streamlined stuff is probably what you're going to want to listen to or just none of it at all. All right, let's read some YouTube comments. Uh, this is all caps. We need more music like this. What do you think about that, Jomo? I, I, oh, God damn it. Fuck. Is, <laughs> I hate this shit. Next, next comment. Dave Matthews is the official band of being happy. I don't know if you guys knew that. That's fucking official. That's right. Or, or, there or, are, or having an extra chromosome. <laughs> there are only a few entertainers that get it right dave matthews is one of them yeah i have right. no doubt he's a good entertainer i have no doubt he puts on a fucking good show he's not uh, this dude sold fucking crazy amounts of records uh stay is one of my favorite feel-good songs and i will be as bold as to say it's my number one in that category lastly seeing dave matthews band live is a taste of the good life does anyone else want to say anything about before these crowded streets before we move on so there's a saying, nobody actually likes jazz. They just like going to jazz festivals and doing drugs. That's how I feel about Dave Matthews Band, where like you can sell tickets to an event where everyone goes outside and drops acid. Like that's always fucking fun and it has nothing to do with Dave Matthews Band. That's all but yeah, my say. buddy. When I was talking to my buddy about Dave Matthews, he was saying Dave Matthews is that show where people just go to do drugs and and but like no one gives a shit about anybody else, right? So it's like they mm -hmm. go there, they get drunk, they puke on someone else's shoes in line or whatever. But mm -hmm. they're they're all going to the fest, but like nobody actually gives a shit about anyone else or fucking wants to do anything other there, anything there than just get fucked up. It's like a Jimmy Buffett show, uh, but people probably actually like jimmy buffett um i when i was in seattle i was on the ferry at one point and some guy was walking around with a dave matthews band shirt oh, and i was like wow it's weird that someone would wear that what's up you know <laughs> jimmy buffett jesus christ I, I was just looking at him and be like you know what you should be ashamed of yourself and like <laughs> like make him feel like he's jeffrey epstein or something um yeah but but the the thing about it is is like I I went to Jimmy Buffett concerts and guess what Jimmy Buffett is better than fucking Dave Matthews and they have better oh, yeah. better fans all right even mm. though you could be like yes every Jimmy Buffett song sounds about the same Dave Matthews just makes me want to commit suicide and that's just mm. how I mm. feel about it yeah okay you should have thrown that fan in the river like the rest of the shit. <laughs> get, get in with the shit. <laughs> and and before, like, the covers were good. And then look at this. Why is this a cover of the CD? You had good ones before. It's very, what the fuck is this? Very pretentious and very douchey. Yeah, it's very douchey. I agree. All right. Every Day is a 12-track record released in 2001, coming, just, coming in at exactly 51 minutes long. It's the band's fourth studio album, reaching number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart, and contains the singles I Did It, The Space Between, and Every Day. When the World Ends was planned as a single, but scrapped up to, after the events of September 11, 2001, the more uplifting Every Day was released in its place. Paul Oakenfold's re remix of When the World Ends appeared as the closing track on the first disc of the remix of the 
of the Matrix Reloaded soundtrack. Uh, in the United States, every day performed very well, commercially selling over 700,000 copies during its first week and staying at number one for two weeks. Guest appearances include Carlos Santana on Mother Father and Vusi Malasela contributing background vocals to every day. At 2001's 44th Annual Grammy Awards, The Space Between was nominated for Best Pop Performance by a duo or group with vocal, but lost to whom, Jomo? I'm going to say Mudvayne. I wish, but lost to you two with uh, elevation. <laughs> nice. Every day has been certified three times platinum. So, okay, we're getting songs here on the shorter side. We're down to maybe an average of four minutes. Uh, so it's like the presentation of the product here is more streamlined. It's more focused. Uh, the songwriting is getting more grounded in reality. And uh, some of the singing style has changed as well. So, yeah, I, I'm a bigger fan. Like, I'm not a fan of Dave Matthews, but I'm a bigger fan of the shorter stuff with the jam band shit pulled out than I am with the shit put in. And then you have to just listen to a fucking album for 70 minutes instead of 40 or whatever. Um, I think the sound quality of this record is also great. I think this band was blessed with good sound quality of all the stuff that we've heard. There's nothing embarrassing to quality wise like the sound quality not the quality of the fucking music on the tracks but uh they they were blessed with having pretty much good shit their whole career i'm going to assume that the other al albums are recorded just as well um maybe not better than uh under the table but uh recorded just as well and sound fucking good uh also there's only three singles on this album Okay, the first single, I Did It. I forgot that song even existed. Uh, that happens to me quite often. I've said it multiple times here where it's like, okay, I remember the song releasing. I haven't heard it in 20 years. I've never thought about it in 20 years. And then I hear it here and it's like, okay, yeah, I do remember that song. I think the bass rips in that song. Uh, it's, about th it's about three and a half minutes. Uh, the Space Between... Yeah, not surprised that that was a single. Honestly, I, I think that's a fucking good song. Not like I would listen to it, but I think it's a well-written song. The guitar line in that in the chorus is pretty catchy. All right, and then the last single is Every Day. So somewhere I've heard the song. Uh, I think it ends this album fine. Uh, there, the acoustic guitar recording in that song specifically is just fucking crystal clear. And for some reason, towards the end of that song, there's like vocal percussion in the mix, which I've never noticed before. Then again, I was never really listening all that deeply to it, but it stuck out to me when I was listening to it here. It's just somebody making vocal noises as like a drum. Rob, what do you think of this album? So first of all, the uh, album artwork. So it's like a black and white and there's the band on it. And that made me think of Clutch's Pure Rock Fury, which was their <laughs> like, you know, like descent into trying to be a pop band, but like, uh, you know, failing yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, so that, uh, yeah, that album also came out in 2001. So 2001 is the album is the year of like bad album covers. That's just black and white and like the band fucking like looking uh, boring and I don't know. Yeah, anyways, um, the space between, okay, so like when I go to the dentist's office and I have to listen to the, the radio, uh, there's like, so I have a different like op opinion, like, or how do I say this? When I think of like my favorite songs of all time, that's different than I'm in a dentist's office. There's a certain amount of uh, songs I, I can expect to hear. And there's uh, of those dentist office songs, the space between is among my favorites actually i kind of like that song uh for what it is uh i i wish it was three minutes and not four because i did get sick of it but uh i don't know the song the song is okay for what it is uh and do i have anything else to say about this album oh yeah i didn't e i didn't even know that was dave matthews uh like i i had I don't know how I learned about Dave Matthews, but I he this is one of those bands that I think I hated before I like ever like heard them and uh, because of like people who listened to them. Uh, but you know, people always told me to give them a shot because the drummer is awesome, and you know, everyone's fucking right. The drummer is awesome, but yeah, I think it helped that um, I had to listen to this song and I didn't know that it was Dave Matthews. It didn't sound as uh, jam bandy, and so it just it sounded. I don't know. So, uh, you know, a weak thumbs up, but still a thumbs up. And that's it for now. So there's three songs back to back here. I think all of them should have been hoard out of singles. Dreams of Our Father, So Right, and If I Had It All. If I Had It All, I, I think Dave Matthews' vocals are actually, like, legit good in that song. Oh. Um, 
<laughs> the dreams of our fathers there's very uh dave matthews parts in there so if you like that you like that i don't really love that song i don't really like it but i'm just saying i can see people liking it and then so right uh another one i'm surprised it was a single however there's some wind instrument playing the same fucking thing <laughs> and it's like bro stick out like a sore thumb because you're a fucking saxophone or whatever you are whatever is lower than a saxophone but it's like i can hear you crystal clear so play do more things play more than one fucking thing the entire song please mm. uh, Joma, what do you think of this uh record oh god so you know that uh boy tinsley uh received a sexual harassment fucking lawsuit right mm. he's a he's a violinist uh yeah. jack dude so he was sexually harassing uh, a, ba a bandmate who would come sometimes on to Dave Matthews, but was mostly doing a side project that uh, Boyd Tinsley had helped him out with. And I thought immediately, as soon as I heard I did it, I thought that's a confession of Boyd Tinsley sexually harassing James Wynn. Like, to me, that mm. is that is it. Uh, this motif of, like, stalking weirdness and, like, depressing men is just not for me. And that's what I get with this album called Every Day. It's everyday shit. And I... I, Rob, you said you love the space between. I fucking hate it. I just, it's, <laughs> it's just broken men and angst. It's just, I don't like it. Uh, what you are mm -hmm. feels like a ripoff of Desert Rose by fucking Sting. It fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, to wrap this fucking shit up, Judah Freeland is not funny. Uh, he looks like a fucking registered sex offender. To have him hugging all those kids in the fucking uh, music video for every day, it, it should initiate an investigation of Jeffrey Epstein fucking levels. Like, <laughs> I just and 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 Judah Friedland would be a fan of Dave Matthews. Look how fucking douchey he looks. Um, mm. He just he needs to be something, and he doesn't want to look like he's trying to be something. What he should try to be is a decent human being and not listen to Dave Matthews band. That's all I got to say. Mm. So the song What You Are, you said sounds like a ripoff of a Sting song. I yeah. actually, re it reminds me of a ripoff of The Last Stop, which it's like, oh. I fucking hate that song. So I hate I hate this song as well. Uh, bass, is, the bass pops in that song, though. I will give them that. Okay, here's the thing. Sleep to Dream Her. I said that too much saxophone, it, it like doesn't come across properly. Half of the saxophone lines need to be played with a guitar or they need to be played with a fucking violin or something. It's like keep the saxophone for bits here and there and like a sax solo that kind of comes out of nowhere like a ghost did in one of the songs. So Sleep to Dream Her, there's a part of that song that legit sounds, I'm like, am I listening to Kenny G? I don't even like know any Kenny G music, but I was like, if if I were to think about what Kenny G sounds like, this is what I would assume Kenny G fucking sounds like. And mm -hmm. so that song, it just bores me to tears and not only does it bore me to tears it fucking reminds me of some of kenny g even though i don't know what kenny g would even sound like <laughs> jesus christ you just know it's so, not good <laughs> i just know it's not good but i want so and the reason i i say that is because there's a song in here mother father that i said carlos santana is, is on and so he is obviously playing lead guitar on it and uh it's such a nice change up from the constant saxophone playing and so this guitar solo in the song it's essentially one long lead line he plays for maybe the whole song i don't know when he starts when he ends but well he ends it at the end um but so this guitar playing is like not going to change your life it's good it's I, I don't think you'd be like oh yeah that's santana if you heard it maybe you would i don't know if he's like van halen where people are like oh he has a very specific fucking sound however it's not going to change your life but it's such a refreshing fucking change up from just the constant saxophone uh or whatever fucking wind instrument is always playing uh, jeff what do you think of this album so uh, maybe i'm just numb because i listened to this right after the previous abomination of a of a recording <laughs> uh the only note i took for this was I guess these songs are harmless elevator music. That's all I got. Yeah. When I got, like I was saying, when I was doing the write-up today, I just had it playing in the background. And yeah, it just was there. I wasn't like, oh, God, my fucking life has changed. Or, or there's a real there's a part here I want to specifically listen to. But yeah, it was fine. It was just playing in the background. Yeah, something that would play in an elevator or something like that. Uh, Angel. <clears throat> Song is bland as fuck. Uh, some good singing in it. But again, again... It's fucking it's which version of Dave Matthews voice you like or none of them. Uh, Fool to think is one of the better songs on here. And the chorus and verse are like so vastly different from each other, but yet somehow they flow them together pretty well. Uh, okay, that's it. I have some, I have a note here for when the world ends and it's fucking blank. I literally listened to it. I said, I have not 
I don't have a single thing to say about this song. Okay, uh, let's read some YouTube comments and get the fuck out of here. After all these years, this is this still lifts my spirits. Next one says, "I'm re I'm really about to start listening to this every morning. It's so good." Hello, is that person on hard drugs? Okay. Uh, still listening, still happy. Smiley face. Next one says, God, I love these guys. I wish I could see them live. And lastly, been a fan of his ever since this. And when I see him on 30 Rock, it makes me smile. Uh, does anyone else want to say anything about every day before we leave and never talk about Dave Matthews Band again? We, we might have to talk about Dave Matthews again and continue shitting on him another time. But I just want Dave I'm, I'm down for that. I just want Dave Matthews to know I like you. And I want you. We could do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> the choice is yours. So I think it's funny that uh, that guy said that he was on 30 Rock. I made a joke earlier this week that uh, Dave Matthews looks like Lutz, the fucking ugly, like, uh, <laughs> you know, blood of every joke. And so I don't know if I don't know what happened there, but I find it hilarious that, that came up again. Like, is he actually <laughs> on that show? I want to know now. Judah Friedland. I thought we were talking about uh, Dave Matthews. I don't know. What I don't, I'm, not, I'm, look, not, I'm looking not, it up right we're now. We're not talking about Dave Matthews because he's a piece of shit. But anyway, <laughs> he, he ruined Dave Matthews' band. How do you ruin a band <laughs> that is named after you? You ruined your band. You fucking asshole. I don't think that's him. I, I Googled, is Dave Matthews in 30 Rock? And there's nothing here. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I think he's made the same joke I did. Okay. That's yeah. funny. Uh, Jeff, is there anything you want to say? Oh, um, we survived, I guess. We lived. We love Dave Matthews. Uh, he had five more albums come out since uh, every day. He had uh, Busted Stuff in 2002, Stand Up in 2005, Big Whiskey and the Gru Gru King. I believe that's how you pronounce that oh, in 2009. You know that's Away from shit. the World. <laughs> away from the world in 2012 and Come Tomorrow in 2018. So there's all that extra shit. Plus, there's legitimately. Four thousand live albums of Dave Matthews. Jesus uh, so there's Christ. plenty of shit to listen to if you if you are uh, are into him. Uh, who are we doing next week? Whose pick is it? Who is picking? Uh, let's do Wu Tang. Wu Tang. All right, that's it. We're gonna do them. We're gonna do Wu Tang. Do Wu Tang. Good. All right, take oh, care, yeah. guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you can't find this man, I will show you how to find this man. It is Rob Fortune. You can find him on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Moo with two O's slash Moo. Give him your fucking money. And if you want to follow this man, you can find him or listen to him. You can listen to Jack Falcon as he's playing with Hollow Teeth. You can follow them at Hollow Teeth MA, as in the shitty state Massachusetts, on Instagram. And last but not least, if you like our episodes... Please listen to them, like us, comment, subscribe, do what you want with us. Touch me in the naughty, naughty, naughty place. But I ask, so go to our YouTube slash the Bronissance and subscribe to us, comment, do what you want with us. And also, if you want bonus content, go to patreon.com slash the Bronissance. You can find extra content there with more comedy episodes, anything that you may like about the Bronissance. Take care, enjoy your day, and have a mediocre life.